Are you ready to learn how to stop attracting narcissists into your life? Hey, I'm Antje Boyd, creator, creator and founder of the Magnetize Your Man Method and I'm super excited to come to you with this particular message. Now, let's talk about why do you want to stop attracting narcissists into your life? Well, are you sick and tired of basically never talking because no worries, somebody else is always talking for you because they're focusing on themselves, yes. And you know what, they have so much charisma. So you continue just to ask them questions. And what does that leave you with? Like feeling rejected, feeling unimportant, invisible, unworthy, and totally giving all your power away. No more. Let me tell you how you can stop attracting those narcissists once and for all. Tip number one. Now, this tip is not gonna be so popular, I would say, but it's about dropping the victimhood. So what happens is when you experience any level of narcissistic abuse, I personally did myself too, I have a narcissistic mother, um, what happens oftentimes is like, you know, we're saying we're calling it the victim. We're the victim of this narcissistic abuse and we're the victim of this. And now it's really important to drop that. So I tell you why. So for one, when you are a victim, if you're a victim, because you're not, if you're a victim, then guess what? You kind of just depend on what happens from the outside world, what's coming in from the outside world, right? That's what you depend on. And so what does it give you, what does it leave you with? You have no agency, you have no control, you have no power to change your life, to do something different, to change it, to shift it. You have no power over that, right? Because you are a victim. So the first part is really to dropping the victim because the victim does what? You know, when we think about dynamics, a victim always attracts a perpetrator. So if you're in this victim energy that like, you know, society puts us into this pot all the time, even the languaging alone puts us into this pot all the time. So when you're in that victim energy, then what you're going to do is you attract another counterpart, which is again, another perpetrator. Okay, so that is really important. And I had to learn that too, because of course I was attracting a lot of emotionally narcissistic, emotionally unavailable men into my life, of course, because I was the quote unquote victim of my mom who was the perpetrator. So guess what? I just kept attracting more perpetrators, right? So that's like number one, it's really dropping that and saying, you know what, I'm the creator of my reality. I make my reality happen. And you know, even understanding you do it on an unconscious level, you do it through deletion, you do it for distortion, through, you do it through generalization and unconscious un, uh, expectations. You know, so that's like a really hard pill to swallow, but it's really gonna help you to say, okay, like first of all, dropping out of being a victim. Now, how the heck am I gonna do that? I'm so glad you asked because that leads us to tip number two, which is actually embracing your inner narcissist. Embracing your what? Yes, you heard me, embrace your inner narcissist. Now, let me break down this concept a little bit for you so you understand it a little bit better because I can hear you already saying, are you nuts, Auntie? Are you out of your mind? Have you lost it? 
No, I actually haven't. Well, or maybe I have, who knows? But what's important about it is whatever we persist inside of ourselves, whatever we are judging inside of ourselves or outside of ourselves, meaning our parents. So let's say your dad was a narcissist. Let's say your mom was a narcissist. Let's say your ex was a narcissist. And you said what? I will never be like this person, right? You swore that to yourself. But there is just a little problem with that. Because with that, you leave very little room and choice to live a different life. Now, why is that? Well, because if you are not the narcissist, meaning that selfish part, that part that has agency, that part that's powerful, and yes, that part that can also become the perpetrator, not that it is, but it can become, if you're not willing to attract this, guess what? The same thing happens again. You end up in that victim part, you, and you end up in that part where you have to give your power away right? You become the doormat. You become the people pleaser. Why? You have no choice. You don't have anywhere else to go because the minute you rise up, the minute you step into confidence, the minute you feel, you know, confident inside of yourself, you're like, oh, don't be too selfish. Don't be too arrogant. Don't be like your dad, right? So right away you're like, oh, no, 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 no. Okay. In order to balance that, let me just go back into my people pleaser, just making sure I support a couple more people and friends and I'm just listening even longer and even more to people who have all kinds of problems. That's a huge problem because it keeps you stuck. So if you feel the stuckness and you've been attracting the same kind of man over and over again, it could be for months, weeks, years, or even decades, now you know why, why? right? So this is like huge, huge for you to understand. So guess what? Um, David Data talks about that, right? Um, he's like, he's written like lots of books and it's really about dance like your mother. Now, what did he mean by that? Dance like your mother really means become your mother, you know? So we're like, oh, I don't want to be like this, right? But actually you have to, or like your dad or whoever, whoever was embodying that narcissism. Because here's the thing, and this is where it gets really interesting. I see it with my clients all the time. They're so paranoid, they're so terrified that they're gonna be selfish, right? That they say, whoa, this was so narcissistic. And then when they tell me the story, what actually happened, interestingly enough, I think, this is just healthy selfishness, uh, self-confidence, actually not even selfishness, but healthy self-confidence. But because they have the distortion, right? They have the charge around it. They don't want to be that narcissist and that selfish person. They put a label onto something that is actually not the right label. See, this is where it gets really interesting. Okay. And so that's why it's so important to embrace that part inside of yourself. Now, now it gets really interesting because you really want to see what are you talking about, Antia? Are you saying I have a selfish part inside of myself? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. But what happens right now is you're not expressing it in an overt way. You know, you're not expressing it in a visible way. But I guarantee you, if I spend the day with you, I would see all the covert ways, all the unconscious ways, the passive aggressive ways, how you are selfish. Because we have this part inside of ourselves that wants to maintain individuality and it will find a way. 
it will find a way. We all have our agenda. So knowing now, you know what, you're expressing it anyways, but would you rather express it in a covert way, right? Covert could be like uh, passive aggressive, so it could be like keeping people on the phone for way longer or actually being interested in other people, but actually hoping secretly that they're going to ask us questions. So actually we want them to be more interested in us, right? So that would be more covert way versus an overt way that really says, hey, let me tell you about myself. Let me see let me talk about it, let me express myself, let me sing my song. Very huge difference here. The cool thing about the overt way is you can control it, right? You are in control of it. The covert way is going to be very unconscious and it comes off and out in a very inconvenient and very unconscious ways that become, can become even slightly awkward. Also long term, it makes you lose trust to yourself and then the other person also loses trust as well because they feel like, hmm, there's something that's not quite like fully expressed. There's something inside of her, but she's not expressing it, okay? So that's why you actually, and this is tip number three, you want to become the narcissist repellent. Yes, you know how you put the spray on your skin, you know, the mosquitoes are biting you. Well, so are the narcissists. And so what you wanna do, you want to come in and you want to be a narcissist repellent, right? Like when this stuff is on your skin, the, nar the, the mosquitoes are like, I'm gonna stay away from here. I'm not even trying. And so that's the same thing. Now, how do you become a narcissist repellent? Now you focus on yourself. So we talked a little bit about that in the second step. Focusing on yourself will push the narcissist away. Why? Because the narcissist wants you to invest in him what in her, right? Like they need all the attention. Don't believe me? Try this. Do you have a narcissist in your life? A friend, a coworker, a boss, you name it, a neighbor. Try this. So have them like talk about themselves because that's obviously their favorite topic. And then what I want you to do is like, actually I want you to start talking about yourself. You know, just talk about yourself, how your day was, what's going on in your life like how much you enjoy this life, whatever you want to talk about. Just talk about your favorite animal, anything you want to talk about, where you want to go on vacation. Just talk about anything. And I want you to observe how the energy is going to drop. You'll notice you're going to feel like I'm having a monologue. It's not landing. It's not connecting. Why is that? The narcissist is not interested in it. Okay, they're not freaking interested in it. And so that's what I want you to do practice because you actually see that it falls off. So in that moment, the narcissist is going to go bye-bye. And you don't even have to look for signs because I see so many articles about, show me all the signs of a narcissist. No, that's like the worst thing because what you focus on expands. You want to focus on how can I be a narcissist repellent, right? How can I focus more on myself? So ask yourself, how can I focus more on myself for automatically repel the narcissist? Now, what's really important about this though is like, and I have to really say it because this is really tip number four. This goes back to healing your childhood wounds. Now, why is that? Because I already felt you when I said in tip number three that I want you to you just feel how the attention drops, right? And like, I want you to just like let that part, let them leave, let them fly off, do their thing. But what happens is we have a young part inside of ourselves. That young part is still hoping that mommy is gonna come around. 
that somebody is going to change. If I jump through enough hoops, somebody is going to change. And so what happens with the narcissistic relationship is that that young part drives you to stay connected to that narcissist because it hopes that if it just jumps through another hoop, if it just pays another bit of attention to the narcissist, right, that then somehow the narcissist is finally giving you the attention that you always wanted. And that's of course fatal because that's never gonna happen. So what you need to do in this tip number four is really starting to heal that little girl and let that hope die. You know, before I met my husband, I needed to let the hope die that my mom will ever change, that my mom will come around, that my mom will say, Auntie, you're right. You know what? My mom, by the way, typical narcissist, she said to my dad, black on white, she's like, you can prove me black on white in court that you're right and you're still not right. They didn't go to court or anything like that, but what you were saying, like, it's, that's how insane it is. That's how insane it is, right? It's like, I have my own world and I don't care if the whole world's totally rotating differently around me. I don't care about that because I have my world and I am right in my world, right? And so understanding that peace and me making peace of and me allowing that hope to die, having that hope die, that my mom will say, Auntie, you are right, I'm so sorry, right? That that will just never happen. That will just never happen. So those are the four tips that I have for you. So we talked about it. So again, tip number one was all about, first of all, dropping that whole idea of victimhood, right? So because you know, society is just like, it's not helpful at all and it just attracts another perpetrator in. Tip number two was really about embracing your inner narcissist, embracing the dark side inside of yourself that you're judging so much in your mom. And I guarantee you in the right moments, you can step into that piece too. You probably don't, but you do it in covert ways, right? So that was tip number two. Tip number three is about becoming narcissist repellent. So focus on to repel, just drop off the energy, right? Just drop off the attention and uh, versus like actually going out and being like, what are the signs? How can I uncover who's a narcissist and who isn't? Not really helpful. And tip number four is really letting that hope die that that part will turn around, that that narcissist will turn around because it simply won't. So it's really about allowing that little girl to heal, to take care of it, to take self-sourcing, self-soothing exercises. There are much of that on my YouTube channel as well for you to watch. And that will really give you the most amazing setup to start now attracting emotionally available men that are interested in you, that are invested in you, that want to have an equal partnership. If you feel like, gosh, Auntie, this was so good, there's so much depth in there, which there is, I could talk about this for days, and you're like, I just don't even know how to break out of this, it's so much more complex, that I invite you to come on a Magnetize Your Man heart-to-heart -heart chat with me where we get crystal clear what it is for you. Where do you get stuck? What is this particular voice that always comes in the, in the way and sabotages it for you and manipulates you in staying in that relationship or being this kind of like, you know, just like tempting, falling again for this tempting energy with that narcissist. You know, so for that, click on that link below this video. It's also magnetize your man 
www.ingridbrandingcoachingfirm.com. Click on that link below this video and I am certainly so excited to help you break out of this toxic cycle of attracting narcissists into your life. This is Antje Boyd, sending you so much love and I'll talk to you soon. Mwah!